is the Day Zero Update for December 15th, 2019. I'm Fleetwood I'm Patrick Mifflin. I'm Brandon Parkins. I'm Chris Sologi. And I'm Lee Lamb. And uh, there are weeks when we have nothing to talk about, and then there's this week. Uh, to put it yeah. bluntly, uh, it's getting close to the end of the year, so uh, game companies are basically doing all of the things at once. Uh, Revitalizing the news cycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just getting all their announcements out before the end of the year. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to talk about because we had uh, the Sony State of Play, the last one for the year. We had the last indie showcase from Nintendo. We had the Game Awards. Uh, you know, three big events within the span of the same week. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was yeah, some- and. It's then after that, it's basically going to be January and February, just two months of nothing. Mm-hmm. And then March hits like a sledgehammer. Yeah. March, it's like Doom Eternal and then uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Cyberpunk's in April, though, so that's yep. a problem. And I called it, so mm-hmm. it's mine to review. Yeah. yeah it works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Before we get into the news of the week, we'll talk about what we've been playing this week. And, uh,. So, still playing um, the PC Building Simulator. Uh, I, I think my office PC with the Threadripper 2990WX, 128 gigs of RAM, and two 2080Ti's uh, water-cooled. Probably a bit overkill, but why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Not like I could do anything other than it's like that email comes up real fast, say that much. <laughs> <laughs> so, been doing that. Uh been playing Axiom Verge, uh, which, given what uh, the announcement this week, should probably not surprise anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I need to go back and revisit that one. Yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely worth you know, playing. It's real good. Uh, I do too. I actually never finished it. No, it's, so. yeah, that, that game starts to fuck with you after a while. <laughs> it's uh, it really does. Mm-hmm. So, uh, apart from that, uh, what was the other one? No, yeah, Vortex Attack EX, which is uh, kind of a single-screen shooter where you... Uh, it's like Galaga and Ikaruga. It's like as if they mm-hmm. had a baby, and yeah, it's... I, I'd like to say I'm liking it, but it's just... There's so much jank on display in this game, it's hard for me to really get into it. Mm. Uh, it's like I like the concepts where you can just get a whole bunch of new ships. You gotta it, The levels can be really short. Uh, but that also is kind of a drawback because, you know, as, just as you're starting to get into a flow, the level ends. So, yeah, it's it's not a great game. It's mm. I, I could see the, the, the I could see the potential in it if it had been maybe refined a bit more. But, yeah, uh, if, if you want a sh- uh, single screen shooter for your Switch or your PC, there are probably better options out there. So um, that's kind of been it for me. How about you, Pat? Uh, well, first of all, I've been back on NHL 20 because I will be um, doing the thought experiment of sorts that I talked about on the show a while back about drafting an expansion team and explaining you know, every, all the philosophies that I put behind it and just watching them play out through a season. Um, I have actually set up a separate, twi- or a separate Twitter um, for this purpose, uh, GMPM Hockey. And, uh, yeah, this will be playing out on Twitch streams and YouTube videos um, in the near future, so look forward to that. 
And then, of course, I'm also practicing up on the three um, fighting games I'm going to be playing on Thursday in Salt Lake, and that's uh, Super Turbo, Third Strike, and Mortal Kombat 10. <clears throat> so, um, basically, I just need to uh, get the rust off on those three, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's been my week. All right. Uh, as for me... I've uh, been playing more Apex Legends. Uh, really come to like that game, and I'm still terrible at it, but a lot of fun. Um, I like multiplayer games where you don't have to talk to anyone. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then because, you know, I was already playing a Battle Royale, I figured, you know what, it's free, I might as well give it a shot. So I dived headfirst into the all-consuming black hole that is Fortnite. (laughs) Yeah. Did you jump into the Star Wars thing? Um, I No, it happened while I wasn't playing it. But uh, I did get some of the stuff. I did get uh, my replace my glider with a Star Whisper, which is basically a fancy TIE fighter that works as a stealth. Uh, and I have gotten my hands on some lightsabers as well. Mm. Um, and, uh, done pretty well. I'm at like level 32 now, mm. but I have yet to actually win one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've gotten as high as number two and then dying. Mm. Um, but that game has basically degenerated to Candy Crush Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really has. Mm. Um, it's a lot of fun. I definitely don't, you know, won't say it isn't. It, it it is popular for a reason, but it's very quickly lost much of its identity. Um, and you know what? They can kind of go ahead and just take that early access banner and the corner off of the screen because they're never finishing this game. <laughs> no, they're really not. It's just it, it's never happening. Mm. Um, they're making too much money, but, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. So Chris, what about you? Uh, yeah. So for yesterday's stream, we played Forza Horizon 4, uh, because they added the Eliminator, their new battle royale mode, mm-hmm. uh, which ended up being uh, a lot of fun. Kind of the most, uh, interesting thing they've, uh, done with that game since it launched. Mm. Uh, it takes 72 people, uh, 72 cars. Uh, you start off with a Mini Cooper, mm. and uh, there are drops around. You have to look around for uh, some purple smoke, and you'll find a, a drone there with some sort of drop, uh, usually a car that's higher level. Uh, there's a good range of what's in there. A lot of like regular cars, rally cars, trucks, SUVs, that kind of thing. Um, and the... The arena uh, circles sort of uh, around it, uh, starts shrinking, uh, pushing people in. And the, the way you kind of take out other players is you, uh, when you find one, uh, you run up to them and hit the right stick to challenge them. And what it does is it sets like a random endpoint uh, for a quick little race uh, that you do against them. First person to the, to the finish spot uh, wins. The other one's eliminated. And I had a few good moments where... Uh, both of us were heading towards it, gotten pretty close, and both of us kind of jump over it. 
kind of miss the spot and like, oh shit, uh, you know, got to turn around real quick and get to the to the end kind of thing. So you kind of very much have to be at the exact spot, not just like jump over it kind of thing. And yeah, it, it works out pretty well mm. uh, for something you wouldn't have expected to come to this game at any point. Uh, there's also a neat thing when you get to the final like six or seven, whatever it is. Uh, and usually the circle will be pretty small by that point. Uh, it then picks a uh, end point at a, the other end of the map. Mm-hmm. and then sends everybody that way. And whoever gets there uh, is the winner. I think it's then just decides, you know, second, third, fourth place by how close you were to it. Yeah. So uh, I got to that once and ended up at sixth place. Uh, did pretty well uh, to even get to that point. But a lot of times I end up getting uh, to like the, the 20s or 30s, uh, usually either by failing to beat somebody in a challenge uh, where you either have like the wrong car for that kind of off-road challenge. Uh, mm. If you have like a, like a regular car or something like that. Uh, so trucks have been pretty consistently like the top kind of car you can get. And they have some real weird looking cars. That's like one that's like six wheeled mm. uh, thing. That looks like if you could just fuck up other cars, uh, you mm. could, that would be a good one to have. Um, but yeah, like the trucks. Uh, and if you beat the beat the challenge, you get the option of taking their car hmm. or upgrading to the next level of what you're on. Or uh, I think you can even hit down on the D-pad and say, I don't want to change cars yeah. kind of thing. So, and yeah, it generally kind of keeps the upgrades in line with like the, the type of car you have. Uh, so trucks typically will stay with trucks. So I think once you get to like level 7, 8, 9, and there's like... It changes to something else, so you have to be kind of careful with how you're going to do that stuff. But uh, I haven't gotten to the like eighth is the highest car eight level eight cars the highest I've gotten. So I have no idea what it does with nine and ten, but I imagine it could throw some really crazy stuff there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, probably the most fun thing they've put in that game since it launched, uh, which says a lot about. How kind of eh the rest of the game is. Yeah. Uh, I was playing some of it uh, before I did the stream, and the game sucks. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, oh, get this car uh, for the Forzathon. You know, do three trail uh, dirt trail races. Trying to figure out what that was. It's like the dirt racing series, but then you have to look for the specific name. It'll say like, oh, this is some something trail. Like, okay, that's what it is. And then it's like, then drive twenty miles. Like, I just fucked around just build up like uh, the skill score kind of thing it's like eh, just fucking around uh yeah. it's, it's not really much else in that game it's uh all that interesting and engaging but yeah, as you play the the battle royale you level up that specific uh thing and you unlock like clothes and i think the first thing you get is a new vehicle uh it's some cosmetic stuff like that and it, it's a uh, it's a fun time for people mm-hmm. to have that game um, and, uh, let's see, oh, yeah, one of the new additions for PlayStation now this month was F1 2019. Yeah. And I checked that out. Uh, and that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, I started the career mode <laughs> up where you're kind of start off in, uh, formula two, uh, and you are kind of doing this little feud with, uh, one of the other racers and you get a chance to, uh, 
sort of test out your skills and uh, work your way to hopefully win the cha- the championship in sort of a shortened form mm. as it uh, presents that season. And then once you finish that, uh, you get to pick a team for uh, the Formula One uh, league. So you can sort of pick one of the top teams like Mercedes or Ferrari or Red Bull, but they will expect you to be finishing on the podium at least. Mm. Uh, every race, or you can pick one of the mid or low tier teams that uh, have lesser expe- uh, expectations out of you, uh, and that stuff uh, that's been pretty fun. So, definitely gonna put some more time into that. Uh, one of the games I picked up out of the uh, Game Awards sale that's going on on uh, all the platforms, I picked up Sayonara Wild Hearts, mm-hmm. uh, which is the new game from Samogo, who made mobile games before this, but uh, stepped up to make a console game here called Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is kind of a, I'd say like a pop music uh, game, but not a rhythm game. Uh, it divides a series of levels that uh, together it kind of feels like an album of like uh, music, uh, like music video, but if it was like mixed with res hmm. a little bit of like a lot of like random stuff you're doing. Some of the early stuff is like you're on a, board and you're going down these roads and collecting these uh, little pips that as you keep collecting them they get the the score that you get from them increases so you're definitely encouraged to not die during the level to maximize your score output Uh, and there's like collectibles in the levels so you're kind of trying to get those uh, work towards a gold score Uh, then there's some that are more a little more uh, abstract where you're like going down this tunnel and trying to get these uh, these pips, that kind of thing. Then they start introducing some more story stuff. As your your character basically is like kind of uh, had their heart broken. And so they go through this like dream sort of uh, scenario of uh, all these different kinds of scenarios. And you're fighting a lot of like gangs uh, of love, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is these like biker gangs. Uh, and you're kind of fighting them taking them out, that kind of thing. And a lot of the sequences that are specifically fighting them are very, uh, like, timing-based. Or just like, yeah, press the button, and you're trying to get the perfect timing on that, on that stuff to complete the little, like, QTE sequence kind of thing. Uh, the second one's really cool because they are in the forest, and they're like a wolf gang. So they turn into, like, uh, robotic wolves. That then you are riding a motorcycle that uh, shoots at them, so you're kind of destroying them. And the the finale of that is they form into like a big giant, uh, like cyber wolf, uh, Voltron kind of form, mm-hmm. multiple heads, and you're kind of uh, uh, getting around the level to get shots at them, and ultimately take them out, that kind of thing. Uh, and for about nine bucks, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's about like an hour long to. Just get through the the level the all the levels the first time, but then you're going to go back and try and get golds on them, uh, replay them. There's there's actually a really cool level. It's kind of uh, you're just driving a car down the highway, uh, a little bit of like Ridge Racer outrun kind of style to it uh, that works out pretty well. And uh, the the trophies and achievements are pretty interesting because it's not about uh, just getting golds or anything like that. They're based on these like little mystery uh, zodiac mystery. They're based on zodiac signs. They give you like little uh, like 
uh, kind of like riddle quest. We get to figure out like what they're talking about and try and figure out how to do that and uh, work towards accomplishing it. Uh, so I'll have to check that out. But uh, it's definitely one of those games where you definitely want to put uh, headphones into your controller or switch or whatever and play it. Uh, if you want to kind of get the the hang of like the kind of music the that's in the game, uh, it's on Spotify the soundtrack, so you can kind of listen to it up front. Uh, and one of the other cool things is that uh, the narrator is Queen Latifah, uh, which is a bit surprising to hear. <laughs> she wouldn't necessarily expect her to be a narrator in a game like this. Um, but yeah, the other game I've been playing, and I got this a few weeks ago, I'm kind of working on, is uh, Ring Fit Adventures uh, for the Switch, which is kind of their big like ex- uh, exercising game uh, based around like aerobic ex- exercises. A lot of stretching and uh, jogging and that kind of stuff, uh, and it's actually really good. Uh, you kind of uh, have a leg strap that you put the the left Joy-Con in. Uh, you have this ring with a uh, place to put the right Joy-Con in, and you kind of uh, you know you're going through levels. It's very much an RPG, so you're uh, getting into fights against enemies, but you have like a series of. Uh, Different like exercises it are your moves, and some are sort of uh, going to tackle one enemy. Some can do multiples. You're kind of uh, figuring out the best way to use them to take out enemies, and they're they're color coded based on the type of attack you're going to do or exercise you're going to do. So you want to take out you know yellow enemies with the the yellow uh, exercise that kind of thing. It ends up being a, a really good uh, way of getting people. Exercising. Uh, you can. Uh, it does a lot of cool stuff. Like you have the the RPG mode. There's some stuff outside of that where you can just set up a series of uh, exercises and kind of just work through like a, a custom workout thing if you want. There's a bunch of mini games that are also kind of just using some of those similar kind of exercises to uh, get you active. That kind of thing. And it tracks tracks everything. Gives you like a an estimate of like uh, your calories burned, all this kind of stuff, uh, and for what it's doing, it, it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Definitely one of the more fun ways of uh, exercising with games that I've seen in a while. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's been fun. I'm gonna definitely keep keep at it. And uh, that's been pretty much it. How about you, Lee? I've been uh, short and simple and sweet and all that shit this week. Uh, I've just been still just trying to kind of crawl through Xenogears and um, been replaying Katana Zero uh, and going through Disco Elysium. I think one one or two of those are going to be the toss-up for me for for my game of the year. Um, Katana Zero has some fucked up shit in it in the way that Axiom Verge screws with you. Um, there's some of that stuff. It, it, it feels like some of the atmospherics of... Um, of Axiom Verge mixed with like Hotline Miami, uh, except you just have a katana, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and Disco Elysium, I'm not even quite sure how to describe. Um, I will say it's the most interesting game I've played in a very long time. Um, and then just doing more Ghost Recon, like I said, getting into like that Michael Bay fucking shit up stuff. We were just playing the other day and somehow managed to make a helicopter flip in the middle of a firefight, mm-hmm. and it crushed the guys that rushed in to kill us um so i just yeah that game still just never ceases to amaze me when you're doing co-op with it it's so much fucking fun so 
but no, that's it. I haven't, like I said, I haven't, besides that stuff, you know, it's been like mostly portables or just touching stuff here and there because I am just, uh, I'm absolutely slammed at work and I got promoted. So, um, I'm just, I'm trying to like cycle down all the stuff that I'm doing now in my current job and then ramping up to, to start the new one on, uh, January 6th. I'm not quite sure what to expect. So hmm. it's just kind of a weird time. I asked for the two days off after Christmas. So if they give me those, I'll probably just use that time to hang out with the family and, and play some stuff, hopefully. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I'd like to, uh, like I said, it's just been crazy. I've had very little time to, to do anything just because of everything going on. It's, it's weird. Like I've been doing my current job for eight years. So now all of a sudden, like this idea of going and doing something else, like I was super hyped about it. Now I'm fucking nervous. Hmm. You know, like, oh shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna log in and it's it's not gonna be easy. Mm. Shit, okay, it's gonna be weird. Um, but you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. If it you know if it doesn't, then I'm just gonna have to come live with one of y'all. Mm. All good. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that's that's it. Like I said, it's it's just been it's been a, a slow, uh, slow like last week or two, just because of uh, well, not not slow, slow. You know what I'm saying? Just got a bunch of shit going yeah. on. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm uh I think I told Dan Rob I need to move back when I'm gonna do my game of the year stuff, so I hope he saw that. Yeah, he did. If he didn't, he's gonna be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh I'm gonna get mine written in and you can switch with me. Okay, cool. Hmm. All right. Yeah, like I said, that's it. I'm super super simple. Hmm. So Alrighty. Uh, so let's get into the the news of the week, and of course we're going to start with Activision because why not? Uh, yeah. So uh, if you're uh, if you play Modern Warfare or you don't, maybe you might be a little bit confused that uh, there is a twenty dollar package of cosmetics and other junk in there that includes a watch uh, that gives you a kill death count, which you can no longer do as part of the base game anymore. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. What? What the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah, it's not really a thing that's needed because the uh, most of the modes don't even uh, count deaths in it anymore. Yeah. They're more objective oriented. So like the way that uh, Overwatch does it now, where it's just like assists and kills and that sort of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They've been trying sure. to move away from that so that the the sort of toxic part of the audience that is kill death ratio focused and will screw any sort of objective based map uh, match over just for their own pure stats is kind of a good move on their part and this uh, watch is just for dummies that still want that yeah which but, is like yeah because you still see your kill death count at the end of the match yeah but that's i just i, I think okay. that's kind of irrelevant though because the fact of the matter is if you're trying to promote a, an environment where you're uh where you want to get away from that then don't sell that at, that feature. Yeah. yeah, that just strikes me 100% as like, let's get these suckers. Yeah. yeah. I'm starting to wonder, does Bobby Kodak have a drug problem or something? No. Because... Gamers seem to. <laughs> <laughs> because if you're, you're going to turn around and buy this shit, then yeah, you're probably on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it, 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 you know, at this point, pure greed just isn't a good enough explanation anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the watch is the weirdest part of the whole game, because I've Heard they have one that just tells you your current level. There's like, why do you need to see that in the middle of a match? Yeah, I don't know. That's like the weirdest thing. It'll tell you that in like the real time. It's like, what the fuck is this stuff for? Yeah. It's just a sell or entice people to keep playing the game. 
Yeah, I mean that's literally what it seems like. Yeah, which... Selling you UI elements just, just because. Yeah, like that's that's yeah that's the crazy thing. Like when you're thinking about this, because that's exactly what they're doing. They're selling you UI elements. Hmm. Like, I mean, this is like this is like peak fucking microtransaction right here, where it's like, yeah, so uh, all that stuff you used to be able to do, and it was just kind of in the game. Guess what? We're yeah. charged for it. Like, wow, like the fucking balls on this guy. Wasn't this wasn't this similar to what they did with the last Call of Duty? Uh, where, you know, they released like the whole game and then suddenly parts of it started disappearing behind a paywall. I mean that sounds like something they would do. I don't know though, <laughs> because I stopped playing Call of Duty a long time ago. But I mean I feel like that's something that they would do. Mm. I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm not, but I could be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I really don't have you know anything positive to say about this. This just seems really, really like a step in the complete wrong direction. Uh, yeah, of course. Well, on top of that, it just seems horribly exploitative, right? Like right. you're specifically doing this because you think that there are people out there that are going to be like, yeah, I want that. And it's yeah. just like. Yeah, that. Exploiting that toxic element of their fan base, I guess. Yeah. 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 I wonder if maybe the, the next step of this is to uh, uh, basically cordon off the ability to strafe and put that behind a microtransaction. Right. Yeah. Yeah, or aim down sites. Yeah, yeah. Or you can make a lot of money by, uh, by you know, portioning that off. If you want to play the oh. game this way, guess what? Yeah. Uh, don't yeah. give them any ideas. Yeah, I, I really sh- I should probably edit that out of the show because that's that would be. Uh, I'm not going to, but yeah. It's just one of those things where you got like you remember we a couple weeks ago where we were talking about um I think we were talking about Ghost Recon and just how like the new one has no identity mm-hmm. and and we talked I talked I think we talked pretty extensively about you know Ubisoft's monetary model which seems to be like if we can get you and you have goodwill for the game and get you to give us money up front. We will. Mm-hmm. And what this all this stuff really seems to me like is is so blatant that it feels like a stupidity tax, right? Like right. if you're this dumb to pay for this, why wouldn't they take your money? Like, but at the same time, like it's super, super scummy. But like I, I don't know, I I feel it's definitely just bullshit. But it's just one of those things where it reminds me of like I'm sure you guys have seen the Big Lebowski where he's like, you know, am I wrong? Am I wrong? He's like, no, Walter, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. <laughs> and like that's what this feels like. Like, right. okay, I mean, I guess you guys could do that if you want, um, but you just fucking suck if you do. Yeah. And that's what this feels like to me. Like, how how can you do that shit and just be okay? Like, and and the worst part is, is it's kind of the whole same thing where it's like, um. What was that far side comic where you see where it's like there's a fucking a bunch of sheep wandering around in a fucking field and like there's a fucking ad for a wolf and it says, I'm going to eat you. And the, the fucking sheep is like, he just tells it like it is like that feels like this is one of those things where they're like, we're going to fuck you. And everybody's like, OK, <laughs> I just I cannot fucking fathom why anybody would be OK with this. Yeah. But then again, you know, there are people that are just like, yeah, fucking take my money. I don't I don't understand. Yeah, there's people that just want all of all of the things. Um, I don't know. That uh, the sad part is, is that Call of Duty is still, you know, it's still making bank. 
Uh, you know, it might be trending a little bit downward, but it's not like it's hurting for, you know, revenue. It's making a lot of money still. Yeah. That's the other part of it. that's so scummy, right? Where you're like, you guys don't need this. Yeah. It's it's just greed. That's what it boils down to. So, yeah. What a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Bobby. Good thing I don't play those games. I'm not fucking worried about it, but still. Yeah. And apparently very little of that money is it going to the actual developers. Yeah, of course almost, not. Almost none of it's it. Going to, it's going to Kotick's Coke fund. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I don't get yeah. it. So uh, we'll move on to uh, so Minecraft Bedrock Edition, finally out on PS4. Uh, this is actually a long time in coming because the if you were a Minecraft fan and your only system was a PS4, you were for a long you time fucked, kind of mm. stuck. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so this came out and they kind of fucked it up. Uh, uh, so here is what happened. So on Xbox One, when you have the original Xbox One edition of Minecraft, they released the Bedrock edition. It was released as a separate game. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to play the old version, you could just launch that. Uh, if you want to play the new version, you can launch that. Hmm. Here, they decided to just update the old game. Uh, okay. And then at the bottom of the screen, uh, of the main menu, is a button that says Editions, and that's where you load into the old version of the game. Uh, which some people miss, because obviously that's a weird button to put on a screen yeah. on the, your main menus. But also, it just makes it more annoying to switch back and forth. Because uh, when you're upgrading your, you know, doing that updates and then go to launch one of the maps. It gets you through a lengthy uh, transition process for that map. Just a lot of loading for that to load in the new elements, but just going back to the old thing, uh, it's just kind of annoying. It really should have been a separate game. They just took the the short route Hmm. uh, with this. It should have just left them both as separate games. made this new one free for people that owned it already. Yeah. That's just kind of the annoying thing about this, but also just bugs and such. Uh, the realms that they talk about, is the cross-platform thing, aren't going to be in there until next year. Uh, stuff like that, where it's like you've worked on this version for a couple years now. Uh, why is it so uh, missing stuff here on the PS4, hmm. which they've been obviously working on for a while at this point to even have a retail release yeah. ready for when this thing launches. Uh, it's stuff like that. That is uh, kind of the issue. You also have to you know, log into your Microsoft account on there, go through the uh, the storefront to uh, make sure you got your stuff. Uh, just trying to manage some of that stuff is annoying at this point, uh, especially for skins. Because uh, if you don't know, uh, if you go look into certain packs, uh, you don't have to own the packs to have some of the skins that are just free for anybody to use. Yeah. But trying to manage that because there's dozens of these. Uh, when you pick one, it puts you back to the beginning of the list. Hmm. So you have to scroll the way back down. So if you're just trying to look around and see what's free, it's a it's a huge hassle. Hmm. So yeah, there's some UI stuff as well that they just need to need to work on in a way because that that's not how that thing was when I played it on uh, Xbox One or Switch. Yeah. Uh, but also the the difference between the Bedrock version and the original version, there's some. Notable differences, like you can't pause in the Bedrock version. Hmm. Uh, when you go to pause, everything's still going on in the background. So uh, if you're playing on a uh, on one of the higher difficulties where there's enemies around, uh, you'll have to very much you know, specifically park yourself in a safe place. Hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, which is not great when Minecraft is supposed to be... Uh, it should be not uh, conditioned on you having to park yourself somewhere. Yeah. You should be able to pause and you know go get you know something, whatever you, whatever you need to do. And that was definitely a bit eye-opening when I played it on Switch when they had that sale. Hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I can't just uh, pause this game and go do something real quick. I have to make sure I don't leave my character in a spot that's... Uh, uh, gonna potentially get you know fucked up by uh, a creeper or whatever. Yeah, uh, that's just kind of a weird thing that's really doesn't need to be there. You should just be able to pause. So yeah, there's just weird things about Bedrock Edition that fans are not a huge fan of. Yeah, and so kind of this update just kind of bum rushes this old version of the game. Mm. And so like there's no new there's no separate achievement list for this. No, it's just one uh, game. So. Uh, that was nice also about the Xbox One version is like you had this, uh, the list for the, the original game as well as the new one. So you kind of double dip on that. And so yeah, you kind of can't really do that. Hmm. There are a bunch of uh, uh, new stuff added to the, the trophy list, just new packs as the, those updates that came out hmm. uh, sort of thing. But yeah, if you're hoping for uh, doubling up on trophies, that's also another reason this is kind of a little bit lackluster. Hmm. of an update but yeah it's there so hmm. people can at least check it out and kind of at least revert back to the original but i think you also have to do that every single time <laughs> yeah you, you want to go play that on the switch yeah yeah so yeah a lot of weird stuff with this version of the game hmm. that uh microsoft and moyang could have done a little bit better yeah and mm-hmm. yeah, they probably had like a team of interns working on this version around <laughs> yeah Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm sure over time it's going to improve, but yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing the, the 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 user base of Minecraft on the PS4 was probably a lot smaller than it is on you know Xbox or PC, for instance. Hmm. I don't know. I would bet it's pretty sizable. Yeah. Because so. there's a lot more people on PS4. Mm. Mm. Way more. So I imagine PC they're happy. Well. And I imagine they're pretty happy to have uh, most of those people on the. On the same same versions now. Yeah, because it's all consistent now for the most part. So yeah, mm-hmm. now they can charge them for realms and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the extra skins, which they do a weird thing in their store where it's all based on a separate currency, and so they tell you uh, when you go to buy something, it's like a random price. It's like, okay, you just need to buy this amount of points, and you'll have this much left over. Hmm. And it's like, oh. Okay, Yay. we're back to this thing back again. Back to Microsoft points. Hooray. And it's like mine, Minecraft uh, points or whatever it is. <laughs> Coins. Yeah. Tokens, whatever they call it. I don't know. But it's another another layer of currency they can sell you. Yep. DLC. <sighs> anyway. All right, so let's keep at it here. Uh, in what I can only describe as hell freezing over. Uh mm-hmm. The MLB has renewed its deal with uh, Sony for MLB The Show. And uh, for, I think, next year's game, that's going to be coming multi-platform. No, 2021. Two years. Two years. Okay, so the the next one's going to be... The new one is almost done. They're not... Yeah, they're kind of stuck. They're not quickly porting Hmm. to the new ones. Yeah. Uh, But, okay, so 2021, you'll be able to get it on Xbox and Switch. Uh, At least that seems like what it means, because the... Uh, Twitter accounts for those platforms, we're, like retweeted this news. Yeah, we're they're pretty happy about so, that. Yeah, 
like Nintendo put up a baseball. It's like, I guess that's a response. <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, this makes uh, a lot of sense, especially for MLB, which uh, saw their suite of partners disappear because of 2K, mm-hmm. who back about 15 years ago uh, signed an exclusive third-party deal to be the only third-party company allowed to make a MLB game, uh, which cost them a lot of money to the point where they were ecstatic for the deal to end because mm-hmm. they could stop losing boatloads of money on a game nobody wanted. Yeah, and in that process, you know, pushed EA and anybody else out of the picture for uh, making multi-platform baseball games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony was the only one that's uh, of the major platform holders that had a game. Uh, Nintendo was working on one at one point for the GameCube, but then that never came out. And Xbox uh, bought the rights to High Heat mm. franchise, which was great when the well, they did that, and they promptly never made a high-heat game. Mm. So that made no sense. Uh, but yeah, MLB is basically resorted to having to make RBI Baseball themselves in-house. Yeah, that to have well. a multi-platform game, which the first few years were bad, and then nobody bought it anymore, <laughs> it seems like. So it seems like this is their way of getting around of that investment, saying, hey, Sony, let's uh, let's make this worth your while. Probably make the, the licensing... Uh, the financial part of that. Oh, the money hat um, must have been spectacular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like probably lower licensing rates, better cuts of the money for sales and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, now they get to uh, take advantage of bigger audiences. Yeah. Have more people playing it, which seems like it's going to be a pretty good for them. Yeah. And should help raise the profile of the game as well. Mm. So when it comes to like the end of the year with the war times, the series is consistently one of the best games of the year. And oh yeah, no sports never win sports awards. Hmm. Even reading like stuff on like Polygon where they do like a little conversational thing of the people that are voting on it, like talking about it, it's like oh yeah, they did this, they got rid of microtransactions, that's great. We're voting for NBA 2K while we complain about it for two paragraphs, <laughs> and it's like what? Where's the logic in this? <laughs> you just yeah. said this other game's great, no real issues. Or take an NBA 2K because you can't stop playing it and damn those microtransactions yeah, and the poor balancing and all that stuff. It's like, <laughs> okay. Uh, this will hopefully get it onto more people's radars so they can't just probably ignore it. Yeah. Especially when people talk about like, oh, Sony doesn't do my, uh, microtransactions. They don't do multiplayer games. They don't do live games. Like, right here's the game they do every year. Live mm. games. All this multiplayer stuff. Like, it's one of the more popular games uh, in the spring. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, this is going to be very interesting to follow. Uh, hopefully yeah. it ends up on PC. That's a pretty big, be a pretty big audience there. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but also they the get Switch to... Or whatever console Nintendo has at the time. Yeah. Hmm. Sony will uh, have uh, dev kits for the Switch and the new Xbox. Uh, the near future. Well, that is, that's going to be very, very strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, if they didn't already know exactly what the the system was going to be mm-hmm. from their partners, they yeah, have they direct, <laughs> yeah, direct hardware to work on. Yeah. All right. So moving on to uh, the game festival. Um, this was Jeff Keighley's uh, attempt to get well, demos of upcoming stuff to uh, Steam uh, to kind of coincide with the game awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love the concept. 
And the problem is it lasted from Thursday to Saturday morning mm-hmm. <laughs> where a lot of people are working uh, and, and sort of that thing where it's like, okay, that's cool. They got demos for System Shock, Eastward, Spirit Fair, Moving Out, Roki, uh, Chicory, Wood Nickel, Haven, Heavenly Bodies, Azanite, mm-hmm. The Drifter, Carry On, and Skatebird. Mm. And it's already over. Yeah, it's gone. Uh, yeah, I looked at the page on Steam. I was like, oh, where's, can I download these? Like, no, no, they're gone. Oh, no, this already happened. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought this was saying, like, over the next like year or so, they're going to have demos come out uh, <laughs> nope. before the launch. Like, oh, it's a cool idea. It's neat to tie it into the Game Wars, but I feel like uh, they could have made the availability, like, even through the weekend. Mm. Yeah. I, he said, uh, well, he kind of said it on the show, like, it was just kind of steam this year and it was kind of like a floating idea that they were doing next year is probably going to be expanded quite a bit um yeah you know hopefully they iron in those things out because i really love the idea of being able to like see the stuff that's being shown at the show and then go over and download it and try it for myself yeah but also that ended at midnight (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you're probably tired and not necessarily looking to Download a bunch of demos and yeah. play them right away. And then when I woke up, I forgot about it. So yeah, uh, like all right, it's Friday. Got to do some work. Mm. And you wake up saying like, "Fuck." Yeah. So hopefully yeah. they fix that. Yeah, especially just having them. Like some of these are limited time demos. Like I assume some of these people could have released them for on their own for mm. permanent. Yeah. Uh, people to check them out. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to play Skatebird because that looks pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's move on to uh, the Sony State of Play because um, that happened this week. And there were quite a few interesting announcements that came out of that. Um, the one that kind of surprised nobody was Resident Evil 3 because that image had leaked earlier. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the surprise that was part of that is that the Project Resistance multiplayer thing we saw teased at TGS is part of that game. Hmm. Uh, so there's like the 4v1 kind of uh, multiplayer thing that's a really good idea, which is what uh, uh, Dead by Daylight and Friday the 13th game, uh, uh, the the Predator hunting grounds game are kind of doing. Uh, but in the, the Resident Evil world, hmm. where the one player can probably controls, you know, like a nemesis, Mr. X, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, take on yeah. Uh, a suite of characters, uh, which... Capcom started teasing some of the characters. Like, there's one named Martin Sandwich. <laughs> which is a very uh, Capcom uh, Resident Evil kind of name. Yeah. Uh, probably referencing the Jill Sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that'll be out April 3rd. Yeah. Next yep. year. So add that to your spring quota. Yeah. As if that time of year isn't crowded enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, this week, on Tuesday, in fact, Untitled Goose Game goes to PS4, Xbox One. Yeah. So I think it's going to be Game Pass on Xbox One. Yeah. Like I said that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that game's great. People should check that out. Yeah. They didn't have it on Switch or PC already. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to playing it. Uh, then uh, Spellbreak, uh, Spring 2020. Yeah, that is uh, a Battle Royale that focuses on, like, magic. Yeah. Uh, we are kind of a wizard that casts like elemental magic to mm. take out other players. You can teleport, flying around, 
a lot of different kinds of movement abilities and such. Uh, so yeah, they it's a pretty cool like twist on that kind of game. Mm. And that's already on Epic Game Store, I think. Yeah. People can check that out there, but it'll be out on PS4 uh, early 2020, uh, spring. Yeah. I think they're selling Founders Packs for people that want to get in earlier. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then Valentine's Day, we have uh, that's the official release for Dreams. Yep. Um, yeah, so it'll be increasing from 30 to 40 bucks. Okay. Uh, for that version. And yeah, we'll get everybody else that has the early access version gets the updates at launch. Uh, let's see, I'll add the like the campaign mode that they've been working on, uh, and a lot of more f- uh, upgrades and such for uh, the feedback they've been taking since the uh, early access has been going on. Yeah, I assume PSVR Net will be in there as well, uh, but doesn't mention it in this article yeah. specifically. So we'll get more details, I assume, for what all will be in that launch uh, version yeah. uh, in the next couple months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be nice to finally get you know that game out because it's been when was it announced? Twenty thirteen. Something like that. Something like that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, then the Super Luminal that's just penned in for twenty twenty at some point. Yeah, that's out now on PC. Uh, it's kind of. Uh, very much like a first-person puzzler, like a portal or something like that. But mm. the, the catch is it's very much based on visual perspective. Yeah. So you can take an item and sort of move it uh, closer to you, making it look bigger, and then let go, and it's actually bigger. Mm. So you use that to kind of solve puzzles and such uh, throughout that game. Mm. You move from room to room and all that kind of stuff. Sarah and I think I kind of want to try it. Yep. So try that PC first. Uh, the only uh, VR title that they mentioned was Paper Beast. Uh, yeah, that is from uh, Eric Chahi, mm. makers of Another World. Uh, and sort of his new game, which is in PSVR. Uh, you're kind of leading this uh, Paper Beast for uh, for the titular Paper Beast that you kind of... Uh, Leading them around, uh, solving puzzles, uh, getting around obstacles. There's uh, a lot of different stuff that's shown on in the trailer that looks pretty cool. That's mm. a really weird-looking game, but uh, that should be a pretty interesting thing to see when that comes out uh, sometime early 2020, mm. Q1. And uh, next we have the DLC for Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, Remind. Uh, coming out basically a year after the original game did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I saw the uh, the details on that. It's like it's like thirty bucks. Yeah, it's... so it should be pretty sizable. Yep. Uh, includes a bunch of stuff. I'm trying to look for the specifics on that. Uh, but yeah, there's like a special edition version of it that includes like a, a video from the orchestra. Okay. Stuff they've been doing for Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of neat stuff that they're adding uh, for that to go with uh, the basic stuff that uh, people know about. Mm. I do want to mention we missed a bit of news. Uh, Bayonetta and Vanquish are getting a 10th anniversary bundle. They're coming to PS4 and Xbox One on February 18th. Mm. That's good to know. Oh, yeah. We're uh, very good games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. 
I'll add to the, yeah. the outline real quick, but yeah, some cool Platinum Games stuff. Yeah. Hmm. yeah right in time for the sequel. Hmm. Hopefully. Uh, then Predator Hunting Grounds, uh, April 24th, so that time of year is getting even more crowded. That's PS4 and Epic Game Store. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to make of this. It's, I yeah, it just looks like that asymmetric type of multiplayer that yeah. a lot of people like. I, I've never been a real fan of it, so meh. Yeah. Started with Evolve, Look, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, and it's it's in the, the, the Predator universe, so there's a lot of people that have been wanting that kind of uh, Predator game at some point. This seems like a pretty good way to do it. Yeah. Especially getting the people that made uh, the Friday the 13th game. Uh, and hopefully there are no license issues that prevent them from uh, updating it and adding new stuff to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's, this time around. Let's, uh, let's not repeat that mistake, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and finally, Babylon's Fall, which we didn't, get a whole lot of info and we still won't get a whole lot of info until summer of 2020. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's the new platinum games title with square Enix. Yeah. Sort of teaming up with, uh, them again after near, yeah. I don't think it's related to near at all, yeah. uh, but it is a very much a platinum game. Yep. Kind of disappeared, uh, for a bit as was announced, I think E3 2018 and was not at their show, the square Enix showcase last year. Yeah. So, Probably be back at uh, E3 2020. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, which brings us to Nintendo. And uh, they had some uh, pretty good announcements, but the only one I actually care about is uh, Action Verge 2, Fall of 2020. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a prequel sequel. Yeah. Or a sequel prequel. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we, don't, we don't know. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, given on how mindfucky the original uh, is, uh, I expect... It's it's going to be a lot more than initially it lets on to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it seems like it's just a switch uh, for launch. Uh, it seems like their Nintendo paid up for it. Yeah. Uh, so Tom's going to get uh, it out to other platforms probably through the next year after it launches. Yeah. Uh, that'll be late next year. It's uh, launches. Yep. Yeah, so keep it off the, the new platforms for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, it's going to be good. And, yeah. You know, like, I'm uh, fascinated by the fact that Nintendo seems to give a shit about exclusives that aren't their own. <laughs> I'm, I'm more uh, I'm more amused by the fact that Nintendo's basically said we forgot how to make Metroid, so here you do it. Well, there's always that too, but still, <laughs> it's just it's interesting to me that that's the thing now. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's like this is you know Nintendo has always been like you know fuck we're not playing anybody else's game, beat them our own drum, yada yada yada, and then they're like, oh yo, uh, people want to play this kind of shit. Uh, well, fuck it. Let's pay for it. Yeah. You know, I just, it's a real interesting about face for them to make. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy about it and I hope it works out for Tom. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's definitely, that's the other part of it too, right? Is that they fucking forgot how to, how to make <laughs> that kind of game, obviously. Yeah. So, uh, another sports story, mid 2020. Don't know much about this yeah. one. That yeah. is from, uh, the creators of Golf Story. Yeah. So follow up. Wow. Where it includes more than just golf. Yeah. Fucking A, I mean. Uh, there's tennis, uh, soccer, it's like dungeon stuff, espionage, I mean, I mean. mini games, yeah. more people and 
uh, Enemies to Meet. Uh, that'll be exclusive for Switch in mid-2020. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So there's that. Uh, Dauntless got a Switch port. That's out now. Mm-hmm. Yep. I uh, think there is also... Let's see, exclusive to Slayers on Nintendo Switch, the Skyfighter armor and Sky Metal weapon set uh, is available just for that platform. But that's the... Uh, what if they made Monster Hunter as a free-to-play game? Yeah. That was a bit easier to get into. Yeah. Monster Hunter, it's cross-platform. You can, I assume you can log in and just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that game's really good. Yeah. You can play with uh, four others, or up to four people, I think, in your, your party. Mm. Uh, or just matchmake with other people. That game's really good. Yeah. Curious to see how it runs on Switch, so maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. Be interesting. Uh, then there's uh, Talos Principle Deluxe Edition. That's out now as well. If you haven't played Talos Principle, shame on you. Yeah, uh, it's very much like a uh, the makers of uh, Serious Sam making. Yeah. What if they made like a philosophical portal style puzzle game? Yeah, first person puzzle game, and it's actually really good and mm-hmm. well written. Yeah, uh, that is thirty bucks out now. Yep. Uh, definitely recommended. Hopefully, it's a good port. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, let's see. We have the Survivalist that's coming in for 2020. Yeah, that is uh, from Team 17. It's the follow-up to the Escapist. Yep. But now it is solely based on uh, crafting, base building, survival stuff. I'm out. Uh, that is on the Nintendo Switch. Up to four players, you can play, team up with local or online multiplayer. Hmm. And yeah, that's uh, out next year. Yeah. Uh, Streets of Rage 4, first half of 2020, so it's nice at least to get some kind of time frame for when that game's coming right. out. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's the the follow-up to Streets of Rage from .mu, hmm. Crush Games, Lizard Cube, hmm. all that. Which, again, it speaks to the whole thing with like uh, what we were talking about a moment ago with Axiom Verge. Is like these companies seem to have realized that they don't have the, the people to make these kinds of games anymore. It's going to be really funny for them to have, like, for years abandoned... Um, these kinds of games and you know for for the last decade there's been this resurgence and are they have they just been like yeah but it's gonna die out though and then it just hasn't and then they're like oh shit. oh fuck <laughs> yeah like well we don't fucked up now yeah so yeah there's there's that and if you want to play if you have a pc and you want to play a really good streets of rage game uh you might have to do some digging to find it but there's the streets of rage remake Hmm. No, the one that you know. Yeah, I never played that. Is that any good? It's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. No joke. It's it's amazing. Okay. So um, yeah, track it down. It's it's well worth it. Uh, and this is not to be confused with Beats of Rage because that was a, that's that's an engine that you can build games on top yeah. of. But, okay. That was certainly interesting. Yeah, there's actually quite a few really good projects that uh, have come uh, come out of that engine, like you know. So, uh, next up, we got Skatebird, late 2020. I, I want to play this game. It's it's ridiculous. Yep. And well, what if Tony Hawk was a bird? So yeah, yeah, pretty much. Don't don't really need much much more than that. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, you're a little bird. <laughs> yeah, on a skateboard. On a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck, I'm in. All right. <laughs> Yeah, fucking all right. Hell yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, let's do that shit. It's exactly yeah. Uh, so next up, we got uh, 
Murder by Numbers, early 2020. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, from Mediatonic. Uh, features the music of uh, Masakazu Sugimori, yeah. composer behind Phoenix Wright and Beautiful Joe. Uh, it is very much what if we had a murder mystery Picross game. Okay, that's that's totally your right up your thing. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah. It says here from TV studios to glitzy award shows, players must have covered a tangled web of conspiracy, deception, of course, murder, as they piece together the truth one pixel at a time. Uh, it's going to be a timed exclusive on Switch in early 2020. Uh, so that'd be cool to see. Mm. All right, and uh, lastly, Boyfriend Dungeon, which is probably the best name ever. Uh, that's coming. Yeah, this is a. Yeah, it's from Kit Fox Games. Uh, it's a dating sim dungeon crawler mashup. Players forge precious memories with many different loves, and then use their individual combat styles to clear out monsters and uncover the dungeon secrets. Uh, that'll be out next year. There's a few more that the that got announced in this. Uh, there's Gleamlights, which they say is from the developers of Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, mm-hmm. but the the page doesn't list uh, uh, that team is Dico mm-hmm. D I C O. Uh, that is, let's see, puts the players in the role of a sword in a terrifying, sad, but warm story drawn in a beautiful, glassy world. It's a bit weird looking game, but, uh, that's pretty neat looking. They're also, let's see, Bacon Switch. It's a party brawler that has a bit of like overcooked to it mm. where you can work together as a team to punch, combine, and bake dub before time runs out. That's summer 2020. There's Super Mash. Uh, love letter to video game culture. Super Mash is set within a game shop owned by a brother and sister who discover a mysterious game console. Players will never know what to expect in Super Mash. The game mashes together video game genres. Here's a different experience every time. And mm-hmm. from the video, it showed uh, the guy was saying, like, here's the code for one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you'll be able to share codes for specific things that get made. Okay. And then for other people to check out, that'll be out May 2020. Hmm. Uh, there's Sail Forth. Uh, let's see, a high seas adventure combining classic naval action with exploration. The entire map is procedurally generated with players discovering islands to explore, quests to take, and sailors to rescue, and pirates to loot. That's out 2020. Uh, Liberated. Uh, blends the art of cyberpunk, hand-drawn graphic novels with interactivity and action to create a seamless experience. Players flip between pages, side-scrolling, stealth gunplay, and platforming action. Must view what transpires from many points of view to parse the truth. It's a time exclusive for 2020. Hmm. Uh, Dreamscaper. Uh, let's see. Battling a nightmarish depression, living inside a young woman's subconscious. Commanding a brawler, top-down shooter, and dungeon crawler. That is first on Switch as a time exclusive in early 2020. I guess the last one is Oddworld Stranger's Wrath is coming to Switch. Ooh. That's uh, that is a lot of people happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's coming January 23rd hmm. next year. Uh, you can pre-order now for a little bit of discount. But I think that ends in a couple weeks beforehand. Yeah. Uh, but that's, uh, that's it. Yeah. It was kind of stacked. <laughs> so, good stuff. Yeah. And that one came out of nowhere. I don't think there was much... Uh, pre-warning that was going to happen. No. Nope. All right. And then now we'll get to the game awards. And like, I have the, the, uh, winners and the announcements linked off here, but, uh, basically let's, let's start off just talking about the show itself first. Uh, just kind of want to get your impressions of what you guys thought of the whole, 
really long event. <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, I think it, Google's wasting way too much money on marketing for what is already proven to be an abject failure. Oh, God. Those, those Stadia it, ads were horrible. Yeah. yeah. It's like for something that we know exactly what it is that the the ad the one of the ads they played, I assume, uh, was very much like, oh, it's the greatest thing that's ever been made. It's all this amazing stuff. It's all this. And it's like, geez, you should calm down, dude. That's <laughs> – that's you probably shouldn't be promising everything uh, for this service that we know is not everything. Yeah, like it's a little bit uh, fooling people. Yeah, for what it is. Yeah, and the worst part is that ad was that pl- those ads played several times throughout the whole uh, thing. So it, you had plenty yeah. of opportunities to be really annoyed by it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the show itself was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Some of the announcements were weird in that it was like, oh, they're not seeing this. Like, oh, it's DLC. Yeah. It's like DLC for uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Mm-hmm. It's like, I guess that's a weird thing to announce here. Yeah. Because to remind people at this game that people seem to be kind of indifferent about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're making more of that. Yeah. Like, Nintendo didn't really have much at this place other than, well, it wasn't really them as Square Enix announcing Bravely Default 2. Yeah. Which like, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, No More Heroes 3 got uh, a trailer to remind people that it existed. Yeah. Uh, which is also very weird. Yeah, I, I yeah, found it, like, it kind of weird. Like, this, the presentation seemed kind of awkward at times. Um, like, there was that one... A skit that they did with Bunsen and Beaker doing the uh, presentation for Games for Impact, which yeah. if you're going to do that, that's probably not the category of award you should be doing that with. Yeah, like here's games yeah. with serious topics in them, and like, here we got Muppets f- fucking around with the goose from yeah. a title goose game. Yeah. I'm like, really, guys? You know? Uh, yeah. But I, I guess they had to justify their, you know, budget somehow yeah yeah it's just weird seeing the creator of Gris show up on stage is like really am i doing this <laughs> yeah 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 it was but i imagine they had to decide which uh, awards they were going to have be uh presented versus jeff Keighley just telling people yeah what it was off of that little side stage hmm. kind of thing and there probably wasn't too many that they were uh doing on stage that they could do that for yeah so that would have been perfect for like family game or something like that. Yeah. That would have uh, been the one that you should have done it with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and then let's, what else was there that was worth mentioning? Uh, well, yeah, the ending. Um, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. And then there's an, an, an announcement for a Fast and Furious game with Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, and not Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this just and this like was what they decided like, to end the show with. Yeah, yeah, not just that. This feels like one of those games. It's five years too late. Like, and I love those fucking movies. <laughs> like they're fucking ridiculous and they're stupid and they're funny shit to watch. But I don't know. Again, this is this is something I would have expected to see. Not fuck, not even five years, seven years, eight years. Yeah. You know, not not now. I just don't. Especially since that you know. We don't even know when the next one's coming out, and it seems like more to the point. The big, the big money now is with The Rock and and uh, and Jason Statham and their offshoot of 
that shit where they're fighting, you know, a cyborg. <laughs> so, yeah. you know. And that movie disappointed. Yeah. I thought that movie I was like, it did that well. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the, the weird thing is that game, uh, did not look like a modern game. No. Like it's, it looked like it was probably an early gen game, but somehow it was releasing next year. It looks terrible. And, for, <laughs> yeah. And it's being developed by Slightly Mad. Yeah. They, they're not, they're not usually ones that make games with people in them. Yeah. That's their problem. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> they don't know how to make people. <laughs> yeah. They make cars. Really car nice games. cars, but yeah. not so good for people. Yeah, the last yep. game I remember Vin Diesel even being involved in that was awesome was was uh, Riddick, the Butcher Bay. Yeah, that shit was fucking great. But I mean, yeah, was, and what, ended up being far years su- ago. Yeah, and it ended up being far superior to pretty much all the movies. <laughs> yeah, sadly, yes. yeah. yeah. And the weird thing is, they teased like, "Oh, we got a trailer for the next Fast and Furious movie." Yeah, but then they never showed it. No, well, I did say it was four minutes. <laughs> yeah, so. that was weird, but. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, the show was kind of peppered with moments like that. It just made you go, well, okay, yeah. Mm, maybe this could have gone through a little bit more uh, editing, and they probably would have bit, would have played out a bit better. Because yeah, yeah it, it ended up being about three hours, and maybe about an hour of it was a bit too long, too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The general consensus that I heard from most people, I didn't, have, I, I didn't watch it. Hmm. General consensus that I saw from most people was that it just felt like a fucking half of it felt like ads and not really about awards. Yeah, um, and if you'd that... replace if you'd replace the ads with, um, I would say reveals because they've gone big like that in the past. But hmm. even if you split between more reveals and awards, um, it would have been a much stronger show even at that length. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of a it was a weird show to have because. It's obvious there are new platforms on the horizon, yeah. but nobody could really reveal much on those. We had just two games that were revealed for the next platforms, and one of those platforms revealed there in a weird way. And, and I still like, feel like just they announcing. Have, I no. still feel like they should have finished with the Xbox Series X. That was the big news of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. ironic too that that got revealed, and it just seemed to sort of land with a thud. You know, like wow, here's the next gen guys and. Well, the design eh. didn't do it any favors, but um, if you look at the press release that came out from Microsoft um, after, at or after the show, um, there's a lot to look forward to, and I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. let's let, let's just talk about that because um, I won't I won't go into my tirade. That was like, what did I come up with? Like 80 different versions of yeah, what that's. You, you spent a half was. hour on it. Yeah, yeah, I was that was in rare form that night, but it does look like an edgy Alexa to me. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, or, but, or a Darth or a Darth Vader sex toy. Yeah, but, but I just put uh, a link in the Skype chat, so if you look at that, there's the design influence from for uh, the Series X. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I know. But the thing is, like, I don't know. I just, I honestly, the design is like whatever. I think it's going to look like shit when it's laid on its side because that's how most people are going to have it. Most people are going to have it standing up. Um, but the bigger thing that concerns me is, is like Microsoft's naming conventions for the last like two generations were, have been fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. And this is just like, like they, they need to fire whoever is naming these consoles because yeah. you know, the Xbox one X. Okay, fine. 
it spells Xbox when you use it as an acronym. All right, fine. But then, like, you have the Xbox One, you have the Xbox One S. We went from the, the 360 to the One, and so you already had that fucking weird confusion. And then, like, they had the Xbox One. Remember, we talked about the Xbox One, you know, ended up shortening to X-Bone. And then you had the Xbox One S All Digital Edition, which is Xbox Sad. And <laughs> or Sade, like, if, you have, if you put the E in. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, and now this, it's just like, Xbox sex. Yeah, it's like they didn't didn't run it by a single 13-year-old. Yeah, and I just, that's the biggest thing. Like, this feels very Wii U-y to me. Like, so what, like, what game, you know, what what console are you looking for? Are you looking for the Xbox One, the Xbox One, or or really be the S, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X, or the Xbox Series X? Like, I'll just buy a Switch. Yeah, but to me... Okay, go ahead, Chris. You go ahead. I was going to say, Phil Spencer said ahead of the of whenever they were going to reveal it, like you're going to learn what this box, uh, what the the capabilities of, of this box is, the purpose of this box is by the name. It's like I don't really know what that means. No, uh, yeah, exactly. It just means like, it's like they wanted to just name it Xbox, and then realized they couldn't do that because then it'd be confused with the original Xbox. Just like with right. Xbox One, people are like. Oh, you're talking about the original Xbox or Xbox One? You know, like how people did with PlayStation to PlayStation One yeah. kind of thing. And it's like they just wanted to name it Xbox, but then like, we got to add more to it. And then Xbox Series, which I guess says they're going to make multiple kinds yeah, of this specific unit. Yeah, that's that's, that's one thing I want to um, – Then it's like the X. I mean this out. is I don't the follow-up to the Xbox that... One X. Is that what they're doing here? I don't – it's confusing. No. I don't think that the Series X is the name of the system. It's the name of the line. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's the case too. It's going to be like it's you're going to have the high end, the mid, and all of that. And, you're going to have like the Xbox Premier, the Xbox. You know, Series X is not going to be the name of the system. I am almost positive. No. Right, but it's still just the 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 thing is is the bottom line. I guess for me is that if you're going to be doing something like this, and and you know. Essentially, your big thing is looking at branding and the whole Xbox name. Like, there's a reason why Sony's going to release the PlayStation Five. Yeah, it's you know, yeah. it's familiar. Like, you know, you know yeah, five it, is bigger than four, so it's the next thing. Right, yeah. math. Like yeah, same even, with iPhone. Like, it's yeah. iPhone eleven, iPhone twelve. You know, right. And so sense. even, and yeah, and so this just constant weird thing that they have, where it's like. Like I get it. Like okay, it's a series line. They'll have different versions of that. But at that point too, I just feel like you're you're adding even more confusion and complexity to it. I mean, I remember when people thought that the Wii U was just an add-on for the Wii. Yeah, because they and, just kept showing the gamepad. That was it. Yeah, you didn't really and, see the box too much. Yeah, and so and at least you know, like conceptually, Microsoft seems to be in a better place with you know showing off what the thing looks like, comparatively speaking. But. I think the biggest thing that the, the, the hurdle for them, this upcoming generation is going to be, um, it, it, I think they've laid a lot of the groundwork now, which has really just been like, let's unify the brand, let's do all this stuff, let's everything's backwards compatible, yada, yada, yada. And then basically they have two SKUs, one is just the regular one, and then one's the, you know, basically the Mac Daddy one. Like, I think they've done a good job of that. But what I'm wondering at this point is, is, is are they going to make it a lot worse? In that, yeah. what if they have three different series versions? And then it's like, okay, so... Who the fuck are you selling to exactly? Like, I think the biggest yeah. thing that they're going to have to do this generation is if, if they want to even get within a stone's throw of, of being able to really, really beat back Sony is going to be they need to be really pretty much completely unified. I think two skews at most. Um, 
I, I would even argue they should just go for one. Don't have this be a split. Don't don't start off basically with a, a pro version and a regular version at the start of the generation. Don't do that shit. Yeah. Just have one version, have it be fucking powerful, and have it be at a good price point. Like I, I feel like that's the only way. You know, at that point, you know, once you start getting people under your belt, you start doing all that stuff, then you can start diversifying. Then you can start coming up with the extra skews and all that other shit. But doing it out of the gate just seems like they don't really know what they're doing. Because the thing is, if people are really going for scalability, realistically, why would they buy a console? They would just do the shit on PC. And Microsoft already has a footprint in the PC space now with you know stuff like Gears 5. We know Halo, all that stuff is going to be on PC. So Convenience. Yeah, it's like, and, and I'm down with that. I think that's really cool. I love the idea of xCloud and everything else like that. But I think you're also going to get to the point where you're diluting what it is that you're trying to do almost too much, yeah. and then you're you're confusing the consumer. But not only are you consuming, confusing the consumer, but I think at that point too, you get to the point where you confuse creators, and so they're not even sure what the fuck they should be making for your system, except to say, well, we'll make this one thing for PlayStation and just slap it over on the Xbox. So I think. That's something they're really, really going to have to work on. Like, I get the idea of, yeah, let's just get everybody in where they can. So if somebody can't afford the, you know, the best system or whatever, you know, let them get something else. But I would also then argue that's also what previous generations are for, right? Well, here, like, here's what I think. Let's they're not hamstring be doing. everything. Uh, it's like because I, I already know pretty, pretty well that they're going to be doing two SKUs. Uh, I've seen documentation for the, the code name Scarlet, and there was another one in there as well called Lockhart. Uh, I suspect what they're going to end up doing is, as far as spec-wise, these two boxes are going to end up being identical. Where the differentiation is going to be is that whatever Lockhart comes out, it's going to be basically whatever Scarlet is, uh, minus the uh, minus the optical drive and uh, probably a little bit smaller storage. That's it. That's the only differentiation that they're going to do, as, as far as I'm as far as I, I would think. Ooh, you think you think they'd cut the storage without a disk drive? Yeah, yeah, because uh, the storage, as we found out, is uh, is just standard NVMe, uh, so it will be easy to expand that. Just drop one in. Um, mm. So yeah, and, and it's going to be interesting this generation because uh, we're we're going into a generation that's going to be requiring solid state storage. Spinning yeah. storage at this point is going to be so slow that it's actually going to be a bottleneck as far as you know playing games off of it. I mean, it's been a bottleneck for a while now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, my whole thing with the multiple SKUs is I think they can get away with two or three SKUs at launch if, and only if, the bottom end one is still palatable. And this is a cardinal sin that we've seen many times in the past. Um, obviously, you remember uh, Penny Arcade rightly referring to the low-end Xbox 360 as the Xbox 3 shitty. Yeah. Um, things like that. Um Yeah. The the bottom end plat the bottom end skew has to be palatable. Yeah, and that yeah. Um, if they do that, they can get away with this. I think. Well, with the cost yeah. of storage coming down the way it is, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the lower tier is the one that ships with the one terabyte uh, NVMe, and then the the bigger one is two terabytes. And it, for for anybody starting out, I think one terabyte is more than more than plenty. Yeah. Uh, I know these games are are pretty damn big, but you know if you're, you can do a little bit of storage management. Let's, let's just put it that yeah. way. Hmm. Yeah, and yeah. then there's my PS4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The weird thing about the the naming thing is if they're going to have multiple SKUs, they should have announced them all at once. 
That's so this, what I we find have, real interesting. Like, you have this one thing, and then you're like, so you're saying like it's just going to be called Xbox something else, and it's like, okay, why is the first thing you're showing like the the super high end like Series X, like like if they announced Xbox One as Xbox One X, mm. and it's like, how did you get to the X part? What's mm. the X uh, an increase over? No, the Series X is all of these systems under the umbrella of Series X. Yeah, they're probably going to yeah. do something like SX, SX1, SX2, something like that. And then we get yeah. Which, again, just muddies the water. Like mm. yeah. it, It's not a concise, clear vision for what they're doing with no. their next generation. It's showing you like one part. You're like, well, is this it? <laughs> is this toaster box it? So, is there another design? Mm. Like the, the controller at least shows what they're doing, which it has the share button on there. Yeah. Uh, which is good. It took them a whole generation to realize that was an important thing to have on a controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like they changed the, the triggers and shoulder buttons a little bit. Uh, the D pad is from the elite. Yep. A little satellite looking thing. That alone makes I it. I guess worth they it. said it's a little bit smaller. Mm. Yeah. Uh, not much, but otherwise it looks really identical to the Xbox One uh, controller, especially shape-wise. I was good watching the video, yeah. like, comparing it to the one I have sitting in front of me. It's like, that's pretty much the same size. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. It's like, it's, yeah. it's a shape that works. Um, just the Xbox One controller is just fine. Yeah. That was the yeah. least issue, the, like, the smallest issue with the, the original mm. Xbox One. It's like the controller is like, okay, this works fine enough. Yeah. It's the box itself that's holding everything back as being <laughs> a a pro- product that is a hundred dollars more than their competition, but being worse. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest thing that fucked them last generation was just the it was pure hubris, mm-hmm. right? Like it was it was it was similar to what we've seen with with arrogant Sony. It's like we're fucking awesome, so this is what we're gonna fucking do, and it's like no. <laughs> No, yeah. this is you guys are fucking dumb. Yeah. Like having their execs there that did not have the same messaging uh, between right. them, where it's like, and they found out it's about the X Bone nickname. That I assume somebody on that team was like, I fucking knew it. I told you they were gonna fucking do that. <laughs> and everybody else was like, no, they're never gonna do that. There's no X Bone. Nobody, nobody obsesses about boners on the internet. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. Uh, but yeah, the Don Magic was like, "Yeah, if you want, if you want boners, you can go look at porn. Why would you make fun of a console name?" And then the internet was like, "I right, dog, we got you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking at the the announcement on the Xbox Wire, and it's like, uh, from a technical standpoint, it's manifest as world class visuals in 4K 60 FPS with possibility of up to 120 FPS. They're going to support variable refresh rate. An AK capability, so a lot of the same stuff that Sony's been saying. Yeah. Uh, Zen 2 processor, next gen RDNA t- architecture from AMD, uh, hardware accelerated ray tracing, next level performance never, never before seen in a console. The weird thing is they keep mentioning immersion in this announcement. That's like weird. Um, buzzwords, man. Yeah. Yeah. As far as that immersion thing goes, uh, I wouldn't read too much into it. Uh, yeah. You know, they could potentially. Uh, I mean, it would be powerful enough to run VR, but whether they actually yeah. decide to do it or not is. I was going there. It's just like they're just. Good. That's a term that people have been using about games as you know the technology to make them look better mm. for like the last few generations. 
Um, say they got variable rate shading technology. Well, doc, uh, developers get more out of the Xbox Series X GPU. Yeah. And our next generation SSD will virtually eliminate load times. Bring players into the world faster than ever before. You got auto low latency mode for, I guess, the controller. Mm. Uh, dynamic latency input to make Xbox. There's a lot of jargon here. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, there's a lot of stuff there that really sounds fantastic. It's just going to be the yeah. like. But the other part of this is, and this was their struggle last generation, was you can have the fucking you know. It's really kind of what happened with the X. Like the X kind of should have been, frankly, what they launched with. But um, yeah. but you have all this stuff, and you have all these buzzwords, and you have all of these things. But none of that means shit if you don't have the games there. And you know, yeah. it seems like that was the other thing. Like, what do they? They have they bought like what ten studios this generation. So they seem to be really trying to. You know, kind of hit that head on, but we really need to see how that materializes. Like yeah. At this point, the only, they're they're yeah. the group that has to put up or shut up, and it's not yeah. selling. Yeah. The only game they showed as an Xbox Series X game was Senua's Saga, Saga Hellblade Two, which was a bit jarring to see because I remember uh, really liking Hellblade. Is like this game was made for a very modest budget and still looked really nice, and it's like this is super high budget fucking trailer showing how you know beautiful this game's going to be, and it's like. Okay, sure, but also <laughs> that's the complete opposite of what the original game was. D- the the focus of that was yeah, but now Ninja Theory has money. <laughs> yeah, so here's here's the the super high budget like actions movie sequel to this movie made for like twenty million. Hmm. So here's now two hundred million. It's like okay, sure. Yep, that's weird, but yeah, that was pretty much it. They like also showed Gears Tactics. Yeah. Which, I mean, as the trailer looked really nice, it's XCOM, but with gears. There's meshing, messaging issues with that because the trailer only showed logos for Windows 10, Steam, and I think Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. No Xbox One. But if you mention that, the developers are like, no, we're coming to Xbox One. It's like, why wasn't that in the trailer? Yeah. <laughs> Show the fucking platforms you're releasing on instead of correcting everybody on the internet. Yeah. It's going to be like, why isn't it on Xbox One? That's, you know... Yeah. conflict to your whole message of we're putting on all the, the platforms. Well, we're basically we what we're basically like dancing around is the fact that Microsoft has no idea how to message anything. Um, yeah, and this is not yeah. news. <laughs> yeah, it's like their messaging is a series of like fifteen plates that are trying to spin and keep it going yeah. and tell you how awesome all these plates are together, mm-hmm. but not explaining why they're awesome together. What what that does for you. We're just like, okay, we're talking about these five plates right now, the Xbox Series X and the the SSD and the low latency, hmm. all this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, are you going to get the dashboard right? Because with extra power for the Xbox One X, it was still shitty dashboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that still has issues. I had yesterday setting up for the stream. I had to restart my Xbox and waited 20 minutes for it to get to the dashboard again uh, as it just takes forever for it to fix whatever issue causes the need to restart the system every yeah. once in a while. Windows. Yeah, and the thing the thing with this is is the bottom line is buzzwords are just that. They're buzzwords. Like yeah. you know, when you when you're trying to sell something, you don't the technology might work for some people. Like when you watch Apple f- basically fillet themselves when they talk about this is the greatest camera that's ever been put in a fucking phone and shit like that. None of that actually means anything unless you can show people specifically this is what this tech does. And this is why it's good. Um, yeah. So all these buzzwords are great, but what's really going to matter is is then what they can show and say, all of this stuff is happening because of the new tech. It couldn't happen if we didn't have the new tech. 
That's why you should buy the box. And just showing you that one trailer doesn't really say a lot because it's a very cinematic yeah. trailer. So it doesn't. It's not like when like the PS4 was revealed and you saw the tech demo showing like neck falling into a bunch of pieces and coming back together. Yeah. And then them showing like remote play with that and it's like, oh, this that's pretty cool. This whole thing that makes sense. Whereas here yeah. you just see a trailer and you're like, I guess that's prettier than what they put out this gen. But the con then the console announcement trailer is just generic uh cg scenes that don't specifically right. say anything about what they're showing why that needs a new power yeah and also they got alan watts like narration going on which mm. reminded me of the game everything mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like oh what what why what does everything have to do with this mm. i think i think the other thing too that they really need to focus on and i think is going to be really important is and and i, I don't think this was the time to do it um, or actually, you know what? Maybe it, maybe it is. I'm not sure, but you know they'll they'll be announcing as it gets closer. But I think something that's really important is announcing what you can do in the current gen with the new box. Like that's been, I feel like Microsoft's strongest thing that they've had going for them this generation was all of the backwards compatibility stuff. And I think so much so that I think they're the reason why Sony moved on this whole backwards compatibility thing. Because we, we've known with the way that Sony tr- you know, treated things at the you know, midway point in PS3's life to how they've been with the PS4 that you know, they, there's a lot of executives over there that don't get – they just don't understand why people want to play old games that they own because they're fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. Um, but, but Microsoft has had the exact opposite problem where they've been like – no, guys, this stuff is great. You should totally want to fucking go back and play your old games. And, you know, they have the whole the whole line of, like, the Xbox One X enhanced stuff. Like, they should really, I think, be talking about that at some point in the future to go, yeah, yeah we're going to want your four or $500, but here's what that four or $500 would do with the stuff that you can play right now. And I think yeah. that's also going to be something that's really, really important for them for bridging the gap between the generations and saying this is why you should hop on board. Um and, you know, essentially that we're all in and we're not going to leave you behind because I feel like that is still 100 percent a winning strategy because the biggest thing that I think they have going for them, frankly, is that unification. That's something that Sony still doesn't have. And even if they come out and say, yeah, you know, um, backwards compatibility is important to us. That's why we're building it into the PS5, which we know they're doing. They're still Sony is still going to have to jump through all kinds of hoops because they don't have that base level of unification on their platform that Microsoft is going for and has really tried to do this whole gen. So I think that's – if we're looking at things that are going to differentiate them competition-wise, then I would – it would make sense for Microsoft to go, all of the old stuff that you had, you can still play it here. It's going to be enhanced. It's going to look great. It's going to do this, and we have all this new stuff coming in, you know stay essentially like jump into the xbox ecosystem if you're not there and stay there because we're not ever going to invalidate the stuff that you've bought the way that sony has like it still frustrates me that i have to have my playstation 3 hooked up to play certain things yeah and it's just like what the fuck you know and microsoft is really dove all in with you know like i don't have to like they finally put ninja game 2 on backwards compatibility so i unhooked my xbox 360 you know like and i just have one thing underneath my tv upstairs or in my tv in my basement and we can still play everything. Like that's a huge thing for me, um, just because of all the games that I have that my son might want to play. You know, he can pretty much play anything that we have, and he can just play it on the Xbox One X that we have upstairs, mm-hmm. and leave all my shit down here alone. Yeah, yeah um, my- that, that's that's the winning strategy for them. And I just they really, I'm not. I'm surprised they're not talking about that more now. Like that announcement would have been great to say, here's all the fancy new shit this thing's gonna do. 
But while we talk about this fancy ray tracing and all this other shit, this is what it's going to do for your other games that you have right now. And then you just let people's imaginations run wild. I don't know why they wouldn't have done that. Instead, most people are talking about, you know, that that thing looks like shit. The box looks fucking terrible. You know, it looks like uh, where Darth Vader would keep a vibrator. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I've so, seen the fridge being used as a yeah. Xbox yeah. fridge. Yeah, my uh, my question is like how like how far do they go with this backwards compatibility thing? Because uh, if they're claiming you're going to be able to play three generations back, that's great. That implies original Xbox up to uh, Xbox 360 and one will well, you know, and Xbox One because that just runs will run natively. Uh, but if all you're able to play is just that list of stuff that they're no longer updating anymore, that's a little bit less appealing. Nope. Well, yeah. and that's why I said the press release was so important because they specifically mentioned thousands of games across three, uh, across four generations. Um, there are only a few hundred on the backward compatibility list from Xbox One. Which implies... Well, Counting Xbox Comprehensive. One Yeah, Xbox One. Which yeah. is get them to at least a thousand or so. Yeah. But that implies that with that extra bit of power that they've got on the uh, Series X or whatever the hell they're going to call it, uh, the Xbox South by Southwest or whatever, uh, that they'll be able to just brute force it and just basically say, throw your disc in, it'll play. And just yep. have a ground-level emulator. Yeah, uh, Which will be... Uh, well, as far as the 360 goes, they kind of already have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, and I hope with that, like all the the enhancement stuff they do for games, I hope with that they uh, finally announce the ability to turn that stuff off, play the game as it was. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. as I mentioned before, Red Dead Redemption, for whatever reason, on the Xbox One X version, makes me sick. <laughs> I can't play without just staring at the ground while playing mm. uh, the in-game ground. Not, yeah my floor yeah. uh, and I have to play it on Xbox 360 to properly be able to enjoy that game. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that's disappointing. That's not what these updates were supposed to do. Yeah. And I'm probably one of the only people that has that reaction. So it's like, you know, it's not my fault that they yeah. fuck this up and they should be able to allow me to play the original version without pulling out a different uh, device. Yeah. That sort of thing. And, like not all the not all the updates are necessarily the best version. Some of them make games look weird. Gears of War three looks like the Walking Dead Gears of War. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the way it changes those textures a little bit makes them look a little flatter, like it's a comic book game. Mm. In a way that's weird for a game that was like one of the best looking things when it came out. Yeah. And so they just need to offer, in addition to their enhancement stuff. Like, let you just play the grimy-ass version of these games when they came out. Yeah. Because that'll just let you see, like, the enhancements that they do add uh, more clearly. Yeah. Especially if they could somehow get it to be, like, the like the way they did with the, the Halo Master Chief collection. Yeah, yeah. turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. Where you'd be like, oh, here's the ugly version, here's the better-looking version. Hmm. Uh, maybe if they even have multiples, like, here's the Xbox One enhancement, here's... The Xbox yeah. Series X enhancement or whatever, yeah, that kind of thing. Although uh, I actually love kind of how they uh, how they did that for Master Chief Collection, <laughs> actually running yeah. the game twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah which crazy. caused its own issues of yeah. the game being buggy and partly broken for several years. Yeah, yeah. until recently, as they got more serious about development for that thing. Yeah. So, uh, uh, 
contrary to a lot of people, I actually like the way the Series X looks. Um, of course, uh, this would be a really good time for you guys to point out that I'm visually impaired and can't see very well anyway. Uh, but yeah, the weird uh, thing is, I, I was going to be the only person that had that level of like insulting towards you to do it, and even I backed away from that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel I feel like there are rules, you know, and I don't want to do that to you. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it to myself. Yeah. yeah, the one thing I'm wondering is, okay, there's the the air holes on top or the side. If you put it on the side, like, is that all of the air, all the the ventilation it has? Because like, what if you put it inside your entertainment center with that part up against the edge of it if you don't have an open one yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like, I, don't know do what that. The, I don't know who the fuck designed this fucking thing yeah because like the xbox one when it launched had holes on every square inch it could yeah because it was like we don't know how you're gonna fuck with this box uh we're gonna hopefully get all the heat out as much as we can I'm curious what they're going to do with the internals of that because you know there was the X is what vapor chamber cooled. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's quiet. It's super quiet. Like that's the yeah. other thing. I don't want a jet engine. Oh, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a jet engine. I think uh, the the way it looks from from what I can tell is it's going to be using vapor chamber because that cooling solution yeah. has been very successful for them. Uh, yeah. But uh, you're going to get kind of a uh, well, kind of a tunnel airflow from one side to the other. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. See, even. That. Even the power button, like that thing could rotate the way. Remember how the PlayStation symbol would rotate on the PS2? Yeah. Like, at least then, because like, even just looking at it on its side, like where the disk drive is, it's just going to look fucking weird. Yeah, the X is going to be on the right side of the circle instead of at the top, like the controller and all that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure that, well, you know, it's still early, so we don't know, you know all of They'll the They'll replace details. it with an LCD, uh, LCD screen that just changes the orientation of it as you turned aside with a little gyro or whatever in it. <laughs> well, I don't think it'll that fancy, but, you know. It, I mean, they did that for the, the the Xbox controller, the Duke yeah. remake they did. was It was an LCD instead of that little jewel thing in there. Yeah. So they've done, like, that little thing, and well, that was a limited edition thing. I just... Weirdos. I don't know. I just hope that whatever... I, the aesthetics concern me. I know that they probably shouldn't, but I got to stare at this thing for another generation. And <laughs> I thought, I thought the the uh, the revi- I actually didn't think the Xbox One originally was that bad. It was just huge. Um, I thought the S was quite beautiful, and I think the X looks fantastic. And then you know, then it's kind of like, and then here is you know, Darth Vader's dildo holder. Well, first of all, I think this is actually a lot smaller than you're thinking it is. No, no, I, it's about the size of a bookshelf speaker. I get it, but mm. it's still the whole point of that thing isn't going to fucking look right in my fucking entertainment. I'm not going to put it behind my TV. No, I need airflow. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. I just, I just need yeah. them to stop being whack. Mm. Yeah, they could have released a lot more information about this in terms of just tech uh, specs. Uh, Screenshots just show the box all around, mm. uh, that kind of thing. So you can see, like, okay, where are the wires going to come out of in the back? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's how can I imagine this in my make it work in my entertainment center? Mm. Kind of how thing. Does like, this, even yeah, the controller, you couldn't really see that easily. Mm. Like I had to see some. I'm looking at their media asset site, and it's like it just has the the zoomed out version of the the tower and the the controller and it's like i want to see what the controller looks like a little bit closer yeah and it's like 
somebody else got it <laughs> on another site. And it's like, why isn't it on your asset site? Yeah. Kind of yeah, thing. I mean, it's like, make it easy to see. Like, let's know what's in the box because people keep doing estimates of how many teraflops and all this stuff is to try and make an equivalent PC yeah. version so people could see, like, well, this is what you can expect. And it's like, people just fucking guessing at this point. Oh, yeah. Like, more guessing. I get, I'll they'll I'll reveal that before it launches. Be like, Y'all don't know shit. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. Dicks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the. The announcement post is like a little bit vague about things besides just the specific like tech things, the technologies that are in this. And it's like you could have been a little bit more specific because people are obviously going to be wanting to know about that stuff. Yeah, the thing is, I think one of the reasons that they're not being uh, as specific as we'd like uh, is probably it's fucking early. It's early, but they also don't want to tip their hand too early to like Sony for them to counter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't fault them for that. Yeah. I don't know. Sony's been doing the same thing. Yeah, they've so like been too. So they, it's like yeah. a weird stalemate that we're, we've got going on. And also, it's out in less than a year. It's yeah, they're pretty much done with whatever they're doing. It might make slight adjustments, yeah. but they're not changing the. This isn't the Sega Saturn. We're like, fuck it, we gotta get something that can do 3D in this. Yeah, yeah we can't just be like 2D. Yeah, I think uh, it's like. Yeah, and that so, was a whole mess of a console. February, I suspect, is you know, when we'll just get. Like, all the info that we probably will want is, is probably going to happen yeah. then. Now that they deal with people arguing on the internet for two months. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Telling them, like, where's my specs? I want to know what this can do. Hmm. Why did you show me an indie game to announce this thing with? <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, sure. Yeah. So People uh, do that anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the other next-gen game that we saw was Godfall. Uh, yeah, from uh, Gearbox Publishing. Borderlands with Swords. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Pretty, that's pretty much what that was. Um, looked great, though. Yeah. Slash and loot. Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. Kind slash of game, but... Mm. So. Our looter slashers, this PlayStation blog post says. <laughs> uh, Jesus it, Christ, stop. I want to punch whoever wrote that. Uh, but Tru- that's what uh, they said on stage, so... Yeah. CEO of Counterplay Games, the developer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he, he's very punchable right now. Uh, yeah, that game looks pretty nice. I'm curious to see more specifics about uh, how it all works, but another loot game, sure. That's, yeah. that's a static part of the industry right now. Is give it loot. Yeah, fantasy, then drop stuff. Fantasy Put those colors in there. Game. That's, 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 that's okay. It should be fine. Yeah. Looks- our, let's see. In the article, it says, Namely, our game is uniquely one part gear-driven and one part player skill-driven. Mm. Godfall retains the desire for offense-oriented, mastery-driven combat. Running with head turning powerful loot that then inspires your next set of character builds. Hmm. It's maybe a bit of like near to it, yeah. a little bit. Uh, not near, um, Neo. Yeah. Like they're yeah. very much kind of going for that. Probably not a Souls clone, but we didn't really hmm. see much gameplay to tell us like what exactly to expect out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's PS5 and eggs, as far as we know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's so. how. Uh, next we saw well, Ghost of Tsushima. We got a summer 2020 date for that, but I don't think that was a And a nice four-minute trailer Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of cinematics and some gameplay in there. And that game just looks really fucking good. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. For a PS4 game, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just crazy looking. Yeah. I, I noticed it uh, seemed to run a bit better than the last demo that they did. So yeah. that, that was helpful. 
That was like a year and a half ago. So yeah, so there was that. I'd assume that's just early, yeah. early dev stuff. Yeah. Uh, we got an announcement of the Wolf Among Us two. Um, okay. Yeah, being partnered with another developer. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if I can find the information. Yeah. Telltale uh, and that other. I forget somebody else's mm. working with them on that. Hopefully, former Telltale people. Yeah. Uh, Ad hoc studio. That's what they're called. Mm. Uh, but yeah. So the folks seems are, like they're. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say there also was a bit of a leak that they're doing like like they did with The Walking Dead, like the the upgraded version that looks better. They're doing mm-hmm. a similar thing for the Batman uh, series they did. Okay. I was saying like, and out now you can pay you know X amount to get the upgraded version. People are like it's not out. The fuck was it? It also said like it was dated for December fifth. I was like, wait, that was a week ago. That's not out. What did this just? Did this accidentally leak this thing? Oh, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like obviously the dates like they were planning to do it earlier or something. Hmm. Uh, that was weird. Yeah, Wolf Among Us is free on eggs right now, by the way. Okay. Yeah, they're doing. They're going to be doing something where I think from the nineteenth to the first, they're having a new free thing every day. Yeah. So make sure you set your calendar to remind you to check the Epic yeah, Game Store. Every day, get your free stuff. Uh, I don't mind. Yeah. If you want to give me free stuff, I'm good. Uh, we saw a new one from uh, Wolf Eye, which is uh, the couple of former Arcane uh, Studio guys. Uh, weird West, which looks weird. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems like it's a... From the description on the YouTube version, uh, each journey is unique and tailored to the actions taken. A series of high stakes stories where everything counts and the role reacts to the choices you make. Mm. Form a posse or venture forth alone in otherworldly confines of the weird west and make each legend your own. Yep. I don't know what that means. Wild west with magic spells. That's that's what you really need to know about this one. Seems like it's top down. Yeah. Very much like Diablo thing you guess you could just kill everybody yeah. in the town or not maybe have more options for upgrading and all that yeah i don't know yeah it's uh very it's still very early we don't really know much about it but it stuck it stuck out to me because it's like hey that looks unique uh let's talk yeah. about it hmm. yeah that was the same thing for me i find some of these <laughs> I don't know, it's just been me this year. I feel like looking at some of these, like, giant AAA games, like, they all just look the fucking same. And I normally don't like to, like, you know, paint with that broad a brush, but it's like, holy shit, you know? Um, where you're like, this looks completely the same as every other fucking game that I've seen over the last six months. So, uh, yeah, that was one of those where I just saw it and I was like, oh, okay. Well, that looks different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'll be giving that one a look when it comes out eventually. <laughs> 2020, 2021. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. That's a Devolver Digital published game. Yeah. So, uh, next, we saw the return of the Dark Alliance franchise, this time going mainline D&D. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, naturally, the best way to show off the Dungeons & Dragons title is with, uh, is with some really bad metal. Because that makes le- sense. Of course. Yeah. And a weird, like, virtual uh, GoPro camera on yeah. the sword. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, that's cool, but I, what I, the I, fuck I, is this game? Yeah, I, I don't see how that's relevant in any way, because it's probably going to be a top-down game where you, like, 
Diablo style. So yeah. that's what the original Dark Alliances one were, and that's what this one should yep. be. And uh, yeah, yeah. The developers Took Studios are not all that far from me. <laughs> yeah. So. And we're reaching a point where CG trailers to announce your game, unless people know what that game is. Like, it's not really doing much. No, that's one thing. I'm that's like, finding. show us some gameplay so we know, like, what what the, the the CG is couched in. Yeah. Like, what to expect from your actual game. It doesn't have to be much, but just show us a little bit of what to expect from your game. Because CG trailer, I was like, whatever, I'll see that in the game when it launches. Yeah. Like, and then I'll have the context for what any of that story bit means. Mm. Yeah. And that's the weird thing, but... But I'm looking forward to it, at least. Yeah. It's probably going to be A bunch fun. of other stuff announced. Uh, Surgeon Sim 2, uh, which is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, the weird thing is it's published by Epic. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> uh, it's mentioned right at the end. Uh, it says, like, the, the copyright Epic Games. Yeah. Which, from Bossa, so I guess they forked uh, forked it over for this. Probably. Uh, to help them make this game. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's the the original game was great. Yeah, really very silly game, and uh, the VR version is also equally silly. Yeah, uh, so that's cool. Uh, what else is here? They're making a a follow up to the forest called Sons of the Forest. Yeah, which involves all the weird mutated people uh, being involved in that. So, all right, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no more heroes three. Uh, there's a Nine to five, which is the battle royale featuring rabbits on guns. Okay. Colorful okay. and all that. Uh, there's Naraka Blade Points, which I think was the MMO. It was the one. Have, was that Ninja one with the? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a little bit like Neo, hmm. uh, kind of Neo Ninja Gaiden, but uh, an MMO, with, like combat and all that, which. Yeah. The combat sure looked like uh, MMO combat. It kind of did. You can see like where they're queuing up moves and such mm. kind of thing. Hopefully it's a little less menu-driven if that's what they're going for. Mm. I can see all the the Dark Soulsy and like, oh, you got to know when to dodge to avoid the attacks and all that kind of stuff. That could be cool as an MMO. Mm. Uh, we'll see. Maneater got another trailer. Yeah. That is the Shark RPG uh, from uh, I forget what the, the people that made uh, Killer Killing Floor. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, top uh, Tripwire Interactive. Uh, that's our new thing, which is like a weird RPG as a shark where you're taking quests, and eating a bunch of people. Uh, it's coming out. Let's see, PS4 and Xbox One May twenty second next year. Yeah. And Switch later on in twenty twenty, and also be on PC. Mm. As well, so let's see what else is here. There's Magic Legends. Yeah, the MMO uh, uh, Magic game. Yeah. Yeah. That could be neat. Uh, there's the there's Humankind, which is a civilization clone that Sega's publishing. Yep. Yeah. Looks good. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake got another trailer. Mm-hmm. Showing off more stuff there, so that looks real nice. There's Fast and Furious Crossroads, which is the weird. Bad-looking, uh, douchey uh, racing game yeah. that we saw at the end. Yep. Uh, let's see. Ori and the Will of the Wisps got a date March 11th. Which it will uh, not meet. Yeah. Uh, uh, control. Mm. Go ahead. 
Yeah, it's like at this point, I'm not sure this game is ever coming out. Yeah, uh, let's see. Control got uh, their first expansion dated, The Foundation, March Ooh. 26th. The mm. uh, weird thing about that, since it took so long, is that uh, the expansion's gone on sale since they initially offered it. So the expansion pass, I mean. <laughs> uh, so people that bought that early on or the deluxe edition uh, have essentially seen their value on that drop. Yeah. Because exactly. they didn't get any content before it goes on sale. It just seems like, yeah, maybe don't put that on sale or include some smaller stuff you can release earlier mm-hmm. for people. It does have a new update uh, that's out now that adds some new free content that's like a it's more combat-focused thing. Yeah. Uh, that works out pretty well for it. Uh, Gears Tactics is April 28th on Xbox One, PC, Steam, Windows 10, and Game Pass and all that. Uh, let's see... Player Unknown, Brendan Green, uh, has a new game called Prologue. Yeah. It's in a forest. Looks weird. Yeah. Didn't see very much of it. It's just. Yeah. Uh, it's not called Player Unknown's Prologue. Let's just be clear. It's just called no, Prologue. It's just Prologue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which at least looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely not based on PUBG stuff, at least. Nope. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, let's see. League of Legends had like two games announced, I guess. Mm-hmm. Ruined King. Which is coming to consoles and PC. It's like a turn-based strategy, turn-based RPG. Yeah. Yep. Uh, created by a team that includes Joe Matarera yep. of Darksiders mm-hmm. fame. Uh, and there's also a platformer called Convergence. Yeah. Or Converse slash Urgence. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking for the way they spell it. Um, mm-hmm. There's Bravely Default 2 from Square Enix. is on Switch only. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the weird... Weird naming for that series was Bravely Default, and there was Bravely Second, now there's Bravely Default 2. Yeah. So there's two second games. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and we talked about Senwa's Saga Hellblade 2, probably a launch title, maybe? I don't know. Could be? Maybe? I don't know. We don't know. No dates. No dates for the Xbox Series X. Hmm. I'll tell you what will be uh, a launch title, and it wasn't announced, is going to be Forza 8. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. at, at this point, I think Turn 10 has been working on uh, the next title for quite some time. Uh, yeah, two years. Yeah, so be able to get it, you know. Mm, yeah, I guess more. what they said about Senwa's Saga uh, is, at the Game Awards, we shared that Senwa's Saga Hellblade 2 will be available exclusively on Xbox consoles and PC. Mm. So I guess it might also be on Xbox One if the... I guess that would lead into the, that rumor about there's not going to be any exclusive Xbox Series X games for Microsoft. <laughs> they would also be playable on Xbox One, which that really helps the naming convention and all that. Mm. i like, okay, why do you need the new box if they're going to be on the old box? Because the new one's going to look a whole lot better. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, mm. hopefully. Um, but yeah, that seems largely it. Yeah, it's... Uh... It was an eventful week, <laughs> to, put it, to put it mildly. Yeah. All of the announcements for everybody takes a couple weeks off. Yeah, mm. that's going to be a very exciting 2020 for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, new consoles to look forward to, a shit ton of games on the current generation. Uh, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see, uh, even if the uptick on the next generation is pretty slow, it's not going to be as huge of a deal as people would think, because mm-hmm. uh, we're going into a very strong year as far as uh, games coming out goes. So holy crap, yes we are. Yeah. So I mean Cyberpunk alone is going to be 
just everything I've seen from that game has me, you know, wanting time to go faster. <laughs> yeah. Four more months. Well, four and a bit <laughs> to get before you get that. April 20th, I believe, yeah. is when it comes out. April 20th. Are they going to be putting out, like, a demo or anything? Or uh, They haven't said so, no. I hope. I just. I just. I just a little taste. That's all <laughs> I need because I can't. I can't watch that freaking that E three gameplay video thirty more times. <laughs> yeah. Of course. No, I'm lying. Of course I can. Alrighty, so uh, we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, remind everybody that if you haven't subscribed to the show, you can do so at uh, Anchor.fm/slash Deezer Update. Uh, go over there, hit the button, and pick your platform. Uh, you can also check out smashpad.com. We've got uh, some reviews up. We've got uh, day game of the year stuff coming. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a very busy week uh, and a couple for uh, us before we get through the holidays. Uh, so for Patrick Mifflin, Brandon Perkins, Chris Logie, and Lee Lamb, I've been Filippo Dinolfo, and we'll see you next week.